Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the Embodied Divinity Podcast. I'm so excited to bring you another beautiful guest. Elle Brandlin is a self-mastery and mindful manifestation mentor, a quantum healer, and a spiritual and ascension activator. I'm so excited about our conversation today as we explore quantum healing, and Elle is going to deliver you with some beautiful processes that you can do right here and right now to begin to alchemize your current reality to make more of what you desire. Enjoy today's episode of Embodied Divinity. See you on the inside. Hey, Divine One, Nikaila Mariah, inner child and self-mastery expert and divine channel at your service, and this is my podcast. It is my mission to guide you back into remembering of all that you are as you stand in your highest self and live this life on earth in your fullest and most joy-filled ability. It's time to stand in your power, optimize your energy, and let wealth rain down on you as you get clear on your energy, mind, body, and spirit. This is for the divine ones, the cosmic beings, the creatives, industry leaders, and stars who are ready to activate their fullest potential and live a life of purpose, peace, and wealth as we create a new world. It's time to remember who the fuck you are and act accordingly. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. I'm so excited for you to meet Elle Brandlin. This beautiful, powerful soul, like I said before, is a mindful manifestation master, a quantum healer, and spiritual and ascension activator. And I am so excited to chat with you. Elle, I'd love to know what got you started on this journey. Oh, wow. Uh, serious, serious spiritual rebirth like literally in one day I became a totally different person so um I was definitely having an awakening experience for a few years um when COVID hit my my youngest daughter was a senior in high school so that's a fun time to be a senior and um, it definitely changed a lot of our plans. So my plan was when she graduated, because she was my last kid, and she got into Oberlin in Ohio, and she was so excited to go and be free and live at college. And I was going to travel around the country and basically find my home, because I've lived quite a few places, but I've never felt like I was at home in any of them. And then, like I said, the pandemic started and everything changed. So she didn't actually go off to college. She went online. So that's not what you want your first year in college. And so I stayed put with her also because my uh, my middle baby, my son, was still in the same state. My oldest lives in Minnesota. Um, but I I just felt like I should stay kind of where they are. And um, it was hard to travel at first. I'm sure everybody remembers how that was at the beginning. So she did eventually move out. She, she changed to go to a local college um, because she couldn't do like her core classes online. She was only doing electives. So she decided to switch schools. And she ultimately moved out on her own and I got 
super isolated, which is definitely a thing that you hear about with spiritual awakenings. And it's not, I mean, she visited me and stuff, but I didn't have a lot of other family, just my two kids that lived there, didn't have a lot of friends. And all of a sudden, I just really started working through a lot of trauma. Um, I did have a trauma coach at the time, and I, I credit that with kicking everything off. And um, like I said, just all of a sudden, one day, it was actually the new moon in Aries. So it was, <laughs> if you know anything about that, it was like double rebirth time. And that was March 31st, 2022. And just literally all of a sudden, I'm having conversations with my guides that had never happened before. They're showing me visions of things like what the future of Earth is going to look like if everyone heals and ascends and does all the cool things that we're doing right now. I don't get visions even now. That's very rare. I'm not very visual, so I'm more clairaudient. But that's really how it happened, just that isolation, that trauma healing piece, and just boom, all in one day, it was like, I knew my purpose. I knew what I was supposed to be here for, what I should be doing with my life, and I've never looked back since then. So that was a really long answer to a short question. <laughs> That's an incredible journey, and Elle, I think it's so fascinating. I'm sure so many listeners can identify with the isolation initi initiation, and I think it's so interesting um, the way that I mean, it's happening to me now. There, the way that when we're going into a next level, we get very isolated. And it's not that there's not necessarily people around you, but it's like this soul isolation where nobody's maybe in your immediate presence at the same frequency, or there's no one that you can relate to or connect with through that. And so you're forced. And what the universe told me was that it was trying to get me alone, right. To, to be able to isolate. And so that I could have this different perspective and this different vision. And I think it's so interesting the way that that happens on our journey. When you talk about rebirth and really stepping into this newness, what would you say was the hardest thing that you experienced through the, the process? I'm going to go with the initial, like, I can't explain how blissed out I was at first. And nobody warned me that that was going to wear off, but not just wear off, but all of a sudden, like, dark night of the soul kind of, like, se severe, like, but oh my God, this, all this other stuff is happening. And so that, I think that was the hardest part. Like, it really felt like a drastic shift from doing all the healing work, which was intense and hard and challenging and sometimes really painful to the awakening to like, oh my God, I'm connected to everything. I'm, I can hear my guides now. I'm getting guidance. I feel amazing. I feel all this unconditional love. And then all of a sudden it just kind of, boom, shifted into like, okay, but now there's some more healing and stuff for you to work through because we're not done yet. And I'm still not done. Like you were saying, like, I'm definitely up leveling as well right now. So I kind of teeter totter between feeling really sick with Ascension symptoms, for instance, and having a lot of stuff come up that needs to be cleared and healed. Um, and a lot of times it's stuff that I'm like, didn't I do this already? <laughs> Wait a minute. I feel like we've been here before. 
Um, but it is a spiral. So you're definitely always, when something that feels familiar comes up, you're, it's something that you have healed, but now you're ready to heal another layer of it. So um, that, I think that's the hardest part of the whole journey is like, you know, you have these days where everything is so amazing and you feel like you're one with everything and just everything is love. And then all of a sudden something comes up to be cleared and you got to deal with it. I totally feel that. And it feels for me when I go through those experiences that it's, it's like a grief. It's, it's grieving all of the old parts of you. And also kind of like a, like, fuck, like I could have been feeling this forever. And you kind of have this realization that you're no longer the ego and this part of yourself you've identified with. And then all of a sudden you step back into that realization of your divinity and your oneness. And it's like, I have been blind for so long. And then as you go through those next layers and layers of it, each time you're shedding another part of yourself and it's hard and it's scary because, you know, that egoic part of us really likes to identify with the things we've done and the things that we have and the things that we want to achieve. And when all of that goes away and you realize it's this oneness aspect and we're all this universal peace that you you really start to grieve and see all the ways that you've betrayed your own soul even through the way you've judged others the way that you've dishonored yourself and no matter where you're at I mean I've been doing this for 12 years and it it's no matter where I'm at there's always that bam you know that's just like kind of a slap in the face of love (laughs) so uh, you call yourself a you you talk a lot about in your healing modalities quantum healing and self-mastery manifester and ascension activator tell me what quantum healing and all of these different aspects look like for you and how it's helped you on your journey okay so for me quantum healing I actually have three different modalities that have been divinely downloaded to me Um, The very first one came to me pretty quickly after my rebirth. And um, it's, it actually uses a little bit of Ho'oponopono in it. So it's kind of a, a a mishmash. And I I think it was something because I was just awakening and, and communicating. And I think I sort of needed something that was familiar to sort of like kick it off. But it's all about self-compassion and it's about um, healing your inner child or shadows that are coming up and you use intuitive statements like um, let's say you're feeling really angry and you don't even have to know why necessarily something triggered you and you're feeling really angry so you would start off by saying something like, I'm so sorry you're angry. Like you drop down into your heart center and you kind of take on the role of your higher self and you're talking to your inner child or whatever potentially wounded aspect is coming up with the anger. And you say, I'm so sorry you're angry. Please forgive yourself. Thank you. I love you. And then you just continue to go. So maybe that brings up like, grief or shame because now you're feeling guilty let's say about being angry i'm so sorry you feel guilty please forgive yourself thank you i love you and you just kind of keep going until 
whatever aspect of you it is, feels soothed and calm. So that was the first one that came through. And I do believe that you're also healing your like generations of your family forward and backward in time because time doesn't really exist. <laughs> it's an illusion that we experience in the 3D, but you know, it doesn't exist in the higher realms. So it's it's just something that we deal with here. So that's the quantum aspect for me. Um, and then came Can what I, I call do you mind if I pause you here for just a second? I'm feeling called to clarify because you are my fourth podcast guest in a row that has said this. And so I'm going to teach for just a second to my listeners, if that's cool with you. Yeah, of course. I want everyone listening because no matter where you're at on your healing journey, and maybe you already have this awareness, and this is a beautiful reminder. What you have heard over the last few weeks of interviews has is everyone talking about this timelessness. And this is where I've been leading you on our journey of being here in the present moment now. And that time is something we've created as humans and our ego has created. And yes, of course we need time. It's the reason that Elle was able to show up today for this interview at 11 a.m. my time and whatever time it was her time. It's the way that our souls were able to, it's, it's kind of like a geographical location in the dimensions of space. It's not necessarily this choreographed timeline of one thing happening in front of another it's very much whatever's happening now is happening now for your perspective and your awareness and when a lot of people talk about past lives past life isn't really the correct term it's other dimensional life because it's all happening right here and right now and even listening to this conversation right now, you are creating deep change in yourself and every other lifetime that you are currently living by opening up to this. When I learn wealth codes in this lifetime, every other physical body that I, my consciousness is manifesting currently is also learning those wealth codes. And we're all, all versions of me and every part of time and space is learning in the here and the now, and we're all interdependent on one another. And I really want you to breathe into that idea of timelessness, because I know it might be very confusing that every teacher that has come on here and said, well, time doesn't really exist. And yet you're listening to this at a certain time on a certain day. And I want you to remember that that is for your ego or your human to be able to move through this lifetime and this dimension with ease and with the ability to meet your needs and lifetime responsibilities. Does that feel good, Elle? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So what I like to think, the way that I like to think about it too, is like an illusion doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't exist. It just means it's not what it seems. Yeah. So it exists for us in that we experience it. So I don't ever want to try and like diminish anybody's experience. I'm experiencing time too. It's just that it's a construct of our 3D reality and it's necessary because it's how we conceptualize. It's how we know like, okay, I've overcome this thing. This is from my past, right? But technically, in the quantum field, everything is happening everywhere all at once, which is a great movie, by the way. Everything, everywhere, all at once. 
Um, so anybody listening, if you haven't watched that, go out and watch it because it might it might give you a little bit of context or some like visual aid for what we're talking about. And thank you so much for bringing that up too. It's not just generations of your family. You're healing all the other infinite versions of yourself. Um, and I believe that not only do we have infinite versions of this, for lack of a better word, current body, but we also have other incarnations in other places. So like there are different timelines where Nikaila is essentially Nikaila in that body with that consciousness, but living out different decisions. But maybe there's a universe where you're a mermaid <laughs> or um, you are living in the 12th century on earth something like that. So I know this sounds really out there <laughs> to a lot of people, but there is some quantum physics basis for it. So that's another thing I always recommend when people are having sort of a hard time getting their physical, logical mind around things. Science is starting to catch up with spirituality. So a good place to start is quantum physics because it explains like quantum entanglement and how two different Particles can be in very different places, but be experiencing the same thing. So that's a good place to start to sort of understand how we can be having all of these infinite incarnations, but have a piece of our consciousness concentrated and crystallized into one reality experience, for mm -hmm. lack of a better way to put it. Does that, does that make sense? I love that. And I, everybody who's listening to this now, if, if you want to read something that kind of helps you put this all together, it is a piece of fiction, but for me, whatever fiction means, right? For me, it opened my mind to be able to see the world for what it was. And I remember reading this when I was 19 years old and it blew my mind. I'll put the links in the comment below as well as the movie that, that Elle mentioned, but it's Oversoul 7, the trilogy by Jane Roberts. And it is a really beautiful novel about moving through time and space and the way that she conceptualizes time and incarnations and all of the different things really puts it all into perspective for you. So if you haven't read it, grab the link below and, and check out that book. Everything me and Elle are talking about right now will be so easily explained there. So Elle, yes. I'd love for you to you were getting ready to talk about the second download that came through. So what was that like? So this was um, another healing modality, another quantum healing and clearing modality. And um, it came through as the sacred energetic alchemy code. So C code. And with this one, it's very similar. Um, and I guess I forgot to mention this. They both start with what I call diagnostic statements. So they sound like affirmations, but instead of like using them to convince yourself of something or to like remind yourself of something, you're using them to figure out where you stand. So if you say, I deserve to be wealthy doing what I love, how does that make you feel? especially when you say it out loud. I think there's something so powerful about saying it out loud and then really just listening. Like what is happening in your body when you say that? On a scale of one to 10, how much do you believe it? Really like get in there. And then with the self-compassion code, um, if there's not something that you're immediately dealing with and you want to use it to sort of 
work on your false limiting beliefs, for, for example, you can bring up one of your affirmations that you're using to try and create your reality. And if it's giving you discomfort, kind of feel into wherever that's happening in your body. And then that's when you, that's kind of how you know where to start with the I'm so sorry, all of those statements as well. So you can use it both ways. And the C code does kind of the same thing. You would use that as a statement, figure out where you're feeling it in your body. But instead of sending the compassion and the love to a wounded aspect, now you sort of visualize or imagine. Um, I try to be inclusive because I'm not a very visual person either. So I know a lot of people can't really visualize. So you feel it, um, sense it, and you allow it to come out of your body. And you allow it to sort of transmute in front of you into the energy of love. And then you either send it to earth itself or out to the collective consciousness, however you feel guided. And at the end of it, you take what I call a dip in the sacred geometry seed. And that's how you replenish your own energy and just make sure that, because, you know, a lot of times when you do energy work, especially when you're sending it out, when you're alchemizing it and then sending it out, it can leave some spaces in your. You muted yourself, love. Okay. We can hear you now. Okay, good. My phone rings. So I apologize for that. Um, so anyway, you want to, um, then replenish that that energy that you may have lost. And so for me, that's also um, quantum healing. You're clearing it from your own energy and you're alchemizing it. And then you're also using it to heal the earth as well. So that was the second one that came through. So let's, let's pause here and let's, if you don't mind, just because I know a lot of my listeners and the way that they like to, they really like to absorb all of this. So, so walk me through this and, and I'll maybe repeat it and you can correct me. So the first thing I'm starting with, with this next step is I am saying an affirmation of something I want to create in reality, such as I, and I want to say the word deserve, or does it matter what word I say? It can be um, a lot of times with self-compassion code, it's about deserving because a lot of times we're dealing with our inner children and mm -hmm. there's a lot um, or safety. Okay. So it is safe for me to be wealthy doing what I love. So it really depends on what false limiting programming you're dealing with but yeah you can do I deserve it is safe um so the I'm, first step is I'm going to come up with an affirmation for whatever I want to listen whatever I want to create so everybody listening come up with one thing you want to create right now and Elle's going to walk us through this so if I were going to say I deserve to be doing what I love and creating wealth while doing it and if for some reason that felt weird, maybe in my solar plexus or my heart or the back of me, first, I'm going to go through step one, which is sending love and, and, and really allowing my inner child or whatever aspect of me to feel that it's okay to feel whatever she, her, she, he, or they are feeling. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, are we going <laughs> to, do you want to go through both? 
of the modalities or which one do you want to go Let's through? just start with the second one. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to allow yourself to feel that wherever it comes up. Like you said, you might feel it in any of your chakras or you may feel it in a muscle. You may feel it in your head. It, I mean, it's wherever you feel it and you just sort of allow that to come up and sit, you can sit with it for a minute. And then when you're ready, allow it to come out of you and sort of visualize it. If you're, if you're good at visualizing, what I have people do is like, what form is it taking? What color is it? Is it a shape? Um, allow it to come out of you and imagine it alchemizing into love energy, which is generally pink. But I like for people to intuitively find that. So a lot of times love energy is going to be some shade of pink, but like if it's green for you, it's green for you. Like go with whatever color feels right. And then once you feel like it's fully alchemized from that fear or whatever it happens to be, anxiety, anger, sadness, even, then you just sort of allow it. There's no forcing here and you're going to be guided by your team. So you don't really have to worry about thinking about it too hard. They're going to guide it to wherever it's needed. So you may notice it falling into the ground and just sort of dissolving into the earth, or you may see it explode in front of you and go out into the air, meaning that it's going to the collective consciousness and to sort of heal on a, a larger scale, it's more, it's about more than just healing yourself. So when this one came through to me, it was like, this is really specifically for light workers. This is for those of us who came here to also help other people heal. So it may not be something that everyone, like a modality, I think with the self-compassion code, that's a modality anybody can use because you're healing yourself and you're healing other versions of yourself and generations of your family as well. This one is a little bit more like, I'm a healer, I'm here to heal myself, and through that, heal the collective and the earth as well. That's beautiful. And I'm assuming, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you can continue this process. So it's not, it doesn't always go away, depending on how deep the, the belief is, you can do it again and again until that kind of harder or that, that feeling no longer comes up in your system. And then you can just move on to creating it through your living being. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because like I said in the beginning, a lot of times when you're on this journey, you're going to have things come up where you're like, uh, didn't I deal with you before? Like, haven't we been here before? But just know that you are now healing a new layer. You did heal. Like, don't let it make you feel like you didn't actually heal the thing before because you did. It's now just coming up a layer deeper so that you can get down in there and really get some more good healing on that particular thing. Because we are That's so it. programmed from birth. You know what I mean? Like it's, we're so impatient with ourselves too. And it's, we do things, we say things to ourselves. We would never say to another person. Like I would never be like, Nikaila, didn't you already heal that? Like <laughs> that is not something I would ever do to someone else. But for myself, I'm like, Oh, why am I dealing with this again? I thought I already did this. So 
Right. That understanding is is really important. I think you are you're healing a new a new layer, a new level. So you're not like going back. It's not a backslide or anything like that. It's just you healed that part that you were ready and sometimes we're not ready to heal the whole thing and that's okay and the rest of it will come up as you're ready to heal it and clear it that's so beautiful l thank you so much and you said there were three that came for you right so what is the third so the third one is the most recent one and it's it's been profoundly powerful for me so far and it's also alchemy because that's just what i'm here to do so Um, It came through as emotional alchemy plus source embodiment code. So that's ease, baby. Ease code. So that one is a six-step process as well. And it's really so that you can alchemize emotions as they arise and remind yourself that what you're dealing with is an illusion And you're creating it so it helps you remember your power. Like, remember how fucking powerful you are. Remember who you are. So step one is, let's say you're going through your day and something triggers you and you feel scared for some reason. Now, this is the step that a lot of people have a little bit of trouble with, myself included at first, because the first step is to experience and amplify So you allow it to come up, you feel it fully, and you also let it amplify as much as you can possibly handle, right? Because I don't want anybody to, to go too far, but allow yourself to feel it as much as you can handle. And then step two is remember. So in that step, you just remind yourself like, Um, the way that I love to put it for myself, and I always encourage people to create their own statements that resonate with them, but I'll say something like, I am the presence and power of pure source consciousness, and this is an illusion. I am creating this. This is a creation of my consciousness. So I'm taking full responsibility for it, but I'm also acknowledging, I'm telling the truth about it. This is an illusion. This is not real. I'm creating this. Or you know, it's real, but it's not what it seems. However, whatever makes you feel good, however you want to put it, right? I like to say it's real, but it's not actual. There you go. That's another good way to put it for sure. Um, And then step three is to reclaim. So now you're going to reclaim your power from it. And you're going to say something like, I reclaim my power from this illusion. So that you're reminding yourself, like, I created this. I have the power to take it back. So I'm reclaiming this power now. And then step four is embody and alchemize. So in step four, you're going to do whatever it takes to remind yourself of who you are. You can start by asking questions like, what would it feel like to know that I am infinitely powerful? I'm infinitely wise. Whatever it is that, that makes you feel good, dogs are barking. So I apologize for that. If anybody can hear that, dogs are barking in the background. It's a confirmation of what I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) So that's step four. Um, You can start by asking questions and then start by, um, well, not start by, start by asking those questions and get into that feeling. Like, what would it feel like if I was this infinite being? And then start repeating to yourself reminders. Again, I am the presence and power of God or however source, the divine spirit, however you like to put it. 
and everything I experience is my creation. So you, again, you're taking the power back, but you're also taking sort of radical um, acceptance that you've created it, right? And then once you allow it, you kind of immerse it. You, if you can allow these energies to coexist, what you want to do is immerse that original like fear or whatever it was that came up in this knowing of who you are and embodiment of who you are. So you're basically alchemizing it with the truth of who you are. And then step five is to give gratitude. So you're going to give gratitude to yourself as the creator. You're going to give gratitude to that illusion, even though it sucked for being so freaking real <laughs> feeling that you had that, that feeling with it and um, give gratitude for the fact that it allowed you to reclaim your power from it. And then step six is to celebrate. And that basically just looks like, look how fucking powerful I am. Look at that illusion that I created that felt so real. And I'm telling you by the end, like you're going to start off feeling those feelings and they're unpleasant and they're uncomfortable. But by the end, you're going to be, you're going to feel so much joy and gratitude and bliss for yourself because you remember who you are. So that one is the newest download. And to be really honest, it's been the most powerful one for me so far. Mm. I love it because you're calling, you know, you're allowing yourself to amplify the energy. And I think it's funny because a lot of, a lot of light workers, they, they veer so much into positivity that they don't understand that even the harder things are energy too. And so as we amplify this, even though it might've felt like a heavier or harder experience, we're amplifying it, which means we're expanding the energy and we're calling that back to us so that, like you said, we can alchemize it. We can turn that shit into something beautiful. Yeah. And I think it's, it always reminds me, I have, I've had a similar download in the past. Um, that's part of the teachings I do and how I, how I talk to people about it in a way that they can understand is that whole scene from Monsters, Inc., where both fear and laughter, right, create the yeah. energy for the stuff. And it's just the way that you're going to use them. You can continue to amplify your fear and project it out into the realm and create more of it. And that's fine. And or you can bring that energy back to you and alchemize it into something you do want to see. But all it is is energy. And I think that that's a really powerful thing. And especially the sinking into gratitude for like, holy fuck, if I can create this dark masterpiece, imagine what I can create with the light. <laughs> and um, wow, Elle, that is powerful. And I want all of you to know that I love it when people come on my show and they're so willing to share their, their exact process, because that tells me that when they can share their process, they have enough faith in the way that they support people. And I find so many people gatekeeping their knowledge that tells me that they only have so much to give. And when you can come on here and give your knowledge, your downloads and everything away, what it tells me is the support that comes through working with you is that much more magnified. And so I want you guys to know, as you're listening to Elle, if you're like, I want to do this. I know I can do this. And you're trying, and maybe you've even tried some of her things and they aren't quite working. Every link to be able to work with her is going to be below in the descriptions, um, in both YouTube and podcast or wherever you're watching this at. And so I want you to know that. And I also want you to just 
realize that about so many of the people that you've heard on the show and the amount that they give away to you to be able to utilize on your own, that you also don't have to do this process or walk through it alone. Maybe you're being called to be in that isolation initiation. For me, my isolation doesn't mean I don't still have mentors and support. What it means is I'm first and foremost coming inward to myself and my connection with source and then using that to create my reality through the help of my source, myself, and my mentors and support team. And so keep that in mind as we move forward. As we wrap up this fun conversation, what else do you, what would you have to say to anyone listening to this now who's, who's really excited, maybe really resonating and being activated by the things that you're sharing? Um, I would just say to always trust yourself and what you're feeling. Um, I think we give too much of our power away by thinking that other people know more than we do. And just to be really honest, nobody knows more about you than you do. So people like Nikaila and I are here to help you. We're here to support you. But I don't like to call myself a guide even. Like, if anything, if I'm guiding you to anything, it's to the source within you. Because that's where your answers are, right? So just learn to trust yourself. Discernment, discernment, discernment. If something doesn't feel right to you, it's not your truth. It might be somebody else's truth, but it's not yours. And that's okay. So it's always important to find somebody who resonates with you, but never, ever take what they're saying above what you're feeling. You know what's best for you. You know what the truth is deep down inside. And it's okay if it's not the same as somebody else's. Mm, I love it. And it's so true, Elle. And I've loved everything you shared and all the goodies that you've given away through your knowingness. And it's just been such an honor to have you here. Thank you guys so much. And like I said, you can learn all about L with the links in the description below. As always, breathe deep and plan on miracles. Thanks for listening, Divine One. It truly has been an honor to guide you deeper into yourself today. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to create a ripple of support for my podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. You can find me on all the socials by searching Nikaila Mariah or checking the link in my bio. As always, breathe deep, plan on miracles, and know life's about to get a whole lot more magical.